0: Ladies and gentlemen, and so it begins. Give the people what they
1: want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone.
0: The slam. It's me Austin! This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what intensive,
1: comprehensive, what counter offensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now.
0: Finally.
1: It's time.
0: Time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And
1: welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert and Jamie Eisner here with you on this Thursday. Jamie, I believe I have your microphone turned on today. Yes, it is on. You are allowed to speak. How are you today?
0: I am wonderful, Chris.
1: You were wonderful yesterday. You're wonderful again today. Do you know any other words to describe how you're feeling other than wonderful? Wonderful, Chris. Okay. That's it. I I think I left the the button on the Jamie Eisner robot on today where he just says wonderful over and over and over again. I should probably get that fixed. A lot to get into here today. As always, going to start with discussing a show that I watched this morning, this NXT show. I normally skip the post um, takeover shows of NXT because mainly they are.
0: Not wonderful.
1: They're filler. Yes, they're filler. They are very recap heavy. They do a lot of video packages, a lot of montages, and you get one or two matches that are taped beforehand, but nothing major. This was different. This show had three matches on it and progressed a lot of different stories. I mean, they did have their usual recap and, and montages and all that stuff, but you had a main event between Roderick Strong and Tyler Bate, which was a lot of fun, in which Roderick Strong won to become the new number one contender for the United Kingdom Championship, Pete Dunn's United Kingdom Championship, And they will probably film that match as part of their tapings, which I believe take place tonight, Thursday, when we are recording this show. You also had TM61 return to action. That was a lot of fun. Good to see them back. Back from the dead. I thought that was the best that they had looked uh, very excited about them. They're a tag team that I'm very high on. And Lacey Evans against Nikki Cross to open the show with Nikki Cross winning. Basically, all this set up the, the they they've hyped two matches for the for next week's episode of Take uh, Takeover of NXT, Jamie. All right, you ready for this? These these two matches. I'm going to throw these out to you. Tell me what tell me what you think. Okay? okay. Wonderful. Adam Cole versus Killian Dane. That'd be pretty good. And then an NXT tag team match for the NXT tag team championships, the Undisputed Era against. Eric Young, and Alexander Wolfe. Ah. So there you go. That's going to be the two matches that we're going to get next week, along with a bunch of other stuff. And again, we will know a lot of these results uh, sometime today, tonight, with the NXT tapings going there. Now, it is a Thursday, which means the Wrestling Observer you know, newsletter comes out, which means we get a lot of stuff from that. In particular, a lot of people were looking this week because Meltzer was going to give out his ratings for NXT TakeOver uh, Philadelphia, and the Royal Rumble, and Jamie, it happened. Andrade Cien Amas and Johnny Gargano did, in fact, get the five-star rating that a lot of people were giving it in the post-match aftermath. Dave Meltzer giving it five stars. It is the first five-star match in WWE since 2011, when CM Punk and John Cena got a five-star match for uh, their matchup, Money in the Bank, and only, I believe, the—I'm trying to do the math off the top of my head—Austin— Hart, Taker, Michaels, Hell in a Cell from Bad Blood, Cena, Punk, and only the fifth or sixth five star match in WWE history. That's it. So Johnny Gargano and Andrade San Almas join a short list with inside the WWE umbrella of matches that have had the five star rating attached to them. I thought it was well deserved. Uh, You could have made the case that that was more than five stars. You could have told me that was 5.25 stars. You could have told me that was five and a half stars. Uh, I still clearly think that all of the Okada Omega matches were better. That one may have been better than three. Three is the only one that I think is close. I think two and one are clearly better. Uh, So if you wanted to give it more than five stars but less than six stars, I would have been completely there with you. Uh, but that match was incredible. Kudos to both guys. And that's something that they can live with forever, right? That's not something, No one's going to be able to take away from that 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 was a five-star rated match.
0: Yeah, it's not like the Heisman. Uh,
1: no, it's not like the Heisman that it'll get taken away from you. Uh, and they can go around saying that they were the first NXT you know, group to get to get a five-star match, and those two definitely deserve it. What
0: did it. Uh, Bate Dunn get? Four and a four half, I think. Four and a
1: half, and I,
0: and half I believe. This was a better match than that.
1: And the reason being, that one didn't really have a story the one that, the way this one did. You know, yeah, that yeah, match just kind of got thrown together onto the
0: card. The execution of this match was as close to flawless as you could be in terms of the storytelling process. Again, some it's very interesting because I'm, I'm going to draw some parallels between this and what happened at the Royal Rumble. Sometimes you can let a moment breathe by not doing everything all at once. Okay. And you and I both talked about how we thought... What were two things we really thought were going to happen over the weekend? One, Ciampa was going to interfere in the match and cost Gagano the title. That son of a gun. And two, that Ronda Rousey was going to be number 30 in the Royal Rumble and win the match. Ciampa got his moment. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey got her moment. Yes. Yet, you were able to let the women's Rumble match itself... And you were able to let Almas Gargano breathe on their own. And in the case of Almas and Gargano, you gave them the platform for an awesome match that you still got the payoff for Ciampo in. But I don't think it would have been a true five-star match if Champa interferes in the final three minutes. No. If they don't do that, if they don't do that knee spot. Where Gargano's head hits the post, Correct. and they go to the finish from there, if Ciampa comes in before that moment, if Ciampa comes in right about the same time as Candice LeRae is fighting Zelina Vega, uh-huh. it's a really good match, it's an excellent match, it's not a five-star match. It would That would have taken away from the moment, which is something I wouldn't have thought of going into it.
1: Right. And and to me, that just shows you the, the ability of those two guys in particular to be able to put on that great match. And yes... Both on Saturday and Sunday last week, the moments were able to be had with Ciampa and Ronda Rousey without taking away from what WWE wanted to accomplish in the middle of the ring, uh, which to me was the most important part. You want to showcase your in-ring stuff first and then have your big moments kind of be after. I thought they hit a home run there. With that, Jamie, we got to add people to the injury list, okay? He had a
0: few people on so, the injury list, apparently. So,
1: right now on the injury list, in terms of long-term injury, we have what? Dean Ambrose?
0: Yes. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe indefinite. We don't know right. what his Right, we'll, but we'll put
1: Samoa Joe on the list right now.
0: Yes. Well, we on put the list you- of
1: Jericho? Uh, no, not that list.
0: <laughs> write it down man
1: heal it up man We now need to put Jason Jordan on that list with a
0: neck injury which is not the back injury that we originally thought and that is not a good sign and the detail that we heard about the neck injury was that he's having some grip and problem. that is also that's not a, a good sign that's an awful sign yeah, that by is the way. not good
1: if, if, that we,
0: portends bad things yes or at least portends a long recovery process now if it's a pinched nerve which it, can affect again, your grip. I'm not a doctor. No, but I've had a pinched nerve where my grip's been affected. But that is a, that is a possible symptom of a pinched nerve. That that could be a short term issue. If it's not that, then it's you might need surgery. It might take some time, or you might need extended rest periods. You that could be a problem for them because I think they had their plans for Jason Jordan. And you and I have talked about this a lot. By the way, another name on the list is Seth Rollins. Is dealing with a back injury. We still had a hard enough time figuring out what the heck Rollins is going to do with Mania anyway. So that was, where I was go-
1: that was where I was going with this. I know. If, I'm
0: an awesome transition.
1: If person. Seth Rollins' his back injury is not serious enough to keep him out of WrestleMania, but Jason Jordan's injury, and uh, everything from this point moving forward is complete speculation on both mine so we're and Jamie's part. Not yet. I. Oh yet, I yet. like the way I like the way you phrased that. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to rule it out. I don't plan on a lot on of life to live. I don't plan on being a doctor, but I, I won't rule it out. Fake it till you make it. The way it was worded, Jordan's injury doesn't sound like something that they think is going to immediately you know change overnight. It sounds like something more towards the serious side. Whereas, oh, Seth Rollins is just dealing with a back injury. They they were they were the tone of the sentences, and again, written word. Take, you got to take the tone, you know... Yeah, with, with a grain of salt. With a grain of salt. But it feels as though... Maybe the, two grains of salt. Okay. Two. Maybe three. Three. You take the Jordan
0: situation a little bit more Four, seriously. than too salty,
1: though. You take the Jordan situation a little bit more seriously than the Seth situation. That's the
0: way I inferred. That it. is the way that... Yes. That is what the article implied.
1: <clears throat> yes. And that is what we
0: inferred from it. So, Jordan,
1: let's say that injury keeps him out of WrestleMania. Help me help our listeners... And tell me what Seth Rollins is doing at WrestleMania, because I can't figure it out.
0: Uh, I do not Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I don't know. I I, I don't see—I mean, if Joe is back in time, maybe they give—we all thought it was maybe going to be Cena-Joe. Maybe they go Rollins-Joe. I mean, there, there's, there's at least a, a, a history there in which they can draw from.
1: The ambrose injury you can draw from.
0: What and you- from, in storyline, re-inju- re-injuring, in air quotes, Seth Rollins. I mean, he remember he re-injured his knee.
1: You also could go down the path of potentially doing, I guess you could do Finn Seth and play back to the curb stomp, excuse me, the
0: blackout angle that they ran a couple weeks ago. You could, because you don't have a logical... You don't right now have a thing that you have Finn doing. No, I can't figure out what Finn's doing either. So... Uh, and that's uh, not a good thing, by the
1: way. Normally, sometimes we, we, you, I don't like knowing what guys are doing for WrestleMania. With With those two in particular, it's not a good thing that I don't know. It, it, because I can't figure out what they're doing. At least, with, at least with Roman. In the case of we know what Roman's doing, and we know
0: that they're going to get there. They're going to give Finn Balor his win back over Kane. Can't wait.
1: No, I don't I don't what? That's I don't care about
0: that. I didn't say you did. I just wanted to make you sad.
1: Oh, I don't want that. I'll pass.
0: I mean, you know what would be interesting? Can I pass? By the way, don't no wait, do you know what would be interesting? What would be interesting, and Jamie? Would it be wonderful too to
1: stay on brand for you on, during today's show?
0: Are you such a hater today? I
1: know, it's a Thursday. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling
0: hater I am. All right. What if they did and it's been a while since they've done any of these on the pay per view. I don't know if they've ever done this at a WrestleMania. What if you had like a Triple Threat or a Fatal Four Way? Right? Winner is the number one contender for the Universal Title. No, they
1: would never do that. After WrestleMania, WrestleMania. No, never do that. Why not? Eh, just because they would never do. Why that. can't
0: you put Rollins and Joe and Finn and I don't know somebody else, Elias, Showman? No, Showman's going to fight Miz for the IC Title. Remember?
1: Maybe he's not. There are there are there are conflicting rumors on that as well. Well, if
0: he's not in that match, and one of those other people are but in but the IC Title match. And the by the way,
1: we're putting you and I thought this out last night on our radio show. You could put Strowman in that match with Honor Rousey,
0: so that would take that would open you up. Could Miz. you could you could do that, and then you can move again. You can move Seth or Finn or Joe into a, a match with Miz. But then again, that still leaves two of them. Well, then you can pair them up. See, this You is... should get a good match if you do Finn Balor Samoa or okay. Joe and give them twenty minutes. Okay. it means nothing, but at least you can get an awesome match.
1: I've changed my mind. I have a new theory. Okay, okay, I am going to go back to the original theory that I had a couple of months ago. I am putting Strowman with Honor Rousey. That's a new idea. Because okay, right. The Rock is more than likely yeah, not going to be able – he's doing a Disney movie in May. And the last thing that Disney, of all people, of all the movie companies in the world, the last thing Disney is going to want is their biggest star, Dwayne The Rock Johnson,
0: to be hurt going into WrestleMania or going into their movie Although, shoot. mini sidebar, Okay, possibly – I agree with you. I wonder how much, if at all, and the answer might be zero, they value how much extra promotion they could get. Through ESPN, which they own, and WrestleMania, if they think they can maybe make some sort of, hey, make sure The Rock only takes a li- has it is very limited in that match. They, WWE would walk away from that. Oh, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe they would do that at all. I don't believe they. would walk ruins, away It ruins it ruins the point of the match. They don't care. They get they need The Rock on that show.
1: No, they have WrestleMania
0: and do nothing physical. So I, I would not be surprised. S- if to if they did to me,
1: there. it would be a massive mistake to. Allow Rock to be on that show and not have him be able to do anything he wants in terms. I didn't of wrestling say nothing. Well,
0: ring. I mean, it, not not having him not do anything. Just having that, him that match. The main purpose of that match is is for, for once is, it's, it's, is Ronda to make Stephanie tap out. It, That's the point. It's of that about
1: match. Ronda. And what if what if you and I said for the longest time, if you're gonna put Ronda in a match at Mania, it needs to be a tag match yes. so that you can have uh, t- two other people. Carry yeah, the workload. I think this is. If going to the be a Rock short match. is uh, unable to to do much of anything, it's not going to help Ronda. The match is going to be clunky. Yeah, it's going to be a short match anyway. I think
0: if they did that, oh, I, okay. So I, I again, I, I think if WWE was presented with the opportunity of Rock has to do li- limited in ring stuff, it's going to put, put them in a weird the spot. Shot, they're going to they they say will yes, do it. but it's going to put them in a weird spot. They will do it, of course. I think, I think it they would be a parade, They can parade the biggest movie star in the world and Ronda Rousey together. Everywhere. Yeah. That has way more value to the company than anything that's going to happen in the, in the 11 and a half minutes they give that match.
1: Okay. From from Disney's perspective, they're just filming the movie now. The movie's not coming out for probably another no, but year they, or so. Again,
0: I don't think I it's don't likely. Th- I don't think it's a,
1: an option. I don't think the promotion is worth it to them now. The promotion is worth it to them next year when the movie comes out or in six months or eight months, whenever the movie's coming out. I don't know when the movie's coming out then it's worth it to them. But Man. now when
0: they haven't even started filming Man. the movie... I don't... Ro- Ro- Roxy with Ronda Rousey taking a break from filming blah, 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 well, he's blah. He's not blah, taking blah, blah. a break from filming anything. They can anything. say whatever they want, though. The movie hasn't started filming yet. Does it yet. matter, Chris?
1: I, it, it does to the movie company. That the promotion to them is more valuable when the movie is done and they're trying to get people to buy tickets to the movie. It, it, you don't...
0: You still, you still want to create buzz
1: even buzz before... Buzz about a movie
0: like. that hasn't even been filmed yet?
1: Yes, it happens all the time. All the time. No, you don't put, you don't send people onto ESPN and onto SportsCenter, Center. Oh, check out my movie that is in a year. No, don't. No, they don't do that. They do, but that's okay. They these people only go on the Tonight Show. They only go on Sports Center. They do that when the movie is about to come out.
0: When they're famous enough to be there anyway, they will also. They will definitely talk about projects they are currently working on. Again, currently filming. it, it yeah, is n- all the time.
1: It is not as worth to Disney. As it would be when the movie is done filming and editing correct. And coming it doesn't out.
0: mean it means nothing. So I
1: don't think they're going to do it. I, I think The Rock is probably ruled out for Mania because of how close Mania is to the filming of that movie and the potential benefits. As though as I don't, I don't think there's many of them. The benefits that there are of him being there to be able to promote the movie, I don't think are. I don't think our way there the, the benefits. No, I,
0: no, I that, agree with you completely on this. I'm just trying to create a scenario which I think maybe is a compromise. No, there's no way that the, there's the, the, enough benefits to Disney to counteract the potential pitfalls.
1: Correct. And and at the end of the day, that is going to be the difference maker. Is that the, the and how r- hard the rock pushes and the risk of him getting hurt in a in, in having a longer batch of mania is going to be a major 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 red flag for them, and they're going to be like no. So, this is not even where I wanted to go with this. So you put Strowman in that match with Rousey to team up against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And then what you do is you, because you need to get everybody on the card, you do your obligatory, everybody involved in an intercontinental title ladder match. You can have Miz, you can have Joe, you you, can have Balor. you're
0: backing off of the U.S. title match for that?
1: Yes. I'm going to back off of that because I, I think... Raw has too many—how do I put this nicely? The players on Raw that are currently without major Mania matches are bigger deals than the players on SmackDown that'll be, that will be without a Mania match. Because if they go the way I think they're going to go, we're going to get Sammy KO at Mania, right? That's what I think, yeah. So they're going to have a match. Name me other players on SmackDown that don't have a match. Rusev, Bobby Roode. Jinder Mahal? Yeah. Those three aren't as big as Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe. So WWE is going to bend over backwards to try to get those guys on the card. And guess what? Jinder Mahal is probably going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I, just, I, I think that's going to be the way things go.
0: Again? Yeah, possibly. So
1: you put, you put Miz, you put Balor, you put Rollins, you put Joe. All of a sudden, you have four of the six or seven entrants that you would want in a ladder match for Raw without even thinking about it. That doesn't include... I'm trying to think of who else is on the Raw roster that wouldn't have anything to do around Mania season. Cena is probably going to be paired up with Taker. Elias... I'm still not convinced you can, by that, but you that can, by the way. You can put Elias in a match. You can put cool. Elias in that ladder match. Yeah, they're so have the show. So all could. of a sudden you're at five, guys. You can put... Bray Wyatt, I love Five Guys. Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy. All of a sudden, you're at seven.
0: You know? Yeah, they think. <sighs> I just. You can very easily get there. This, this Matt Hardy stuff's bothering me. Do you want to talk about it? No.
1: Okay. You sound upset about I it. Just it. I, I just. there's an I, open. I need progression. This is an open microphone. I'll mute my mic and you can. Just I, I need, need storyline hold, hold on. i will mute my mic no, and no, no, you can just go, off. go ahead. I just
0: say I just need storyline progression. This sucks right now. I'm sorry. Like I, I've been, I've been unbelievably patient. I've been very patient with this process. I know we're off on this tangent now. I've been very patient because I understand they are trying to explain to their core audience who did not watch TNA, and did not watch The Final Deletion, did not watch all of those things, what the heck broken slash woken Matt Hardy is. The problem is, is they've taken one of the best promo guys they have in Bray Wyatt and they just make him laugh all the time. They make Hardy laugh all the time. And if you inserted what happened on Raw this week, to a Raw eight weeks ago, it would fit, because nothing has changed. So I i don't know if they're holding off till Mania, I don't know if they're holding off till Jeff Hardy can can wrestle again, I don't know what they're waiting for, but we are now se- a few months into this process, and we haven't progressed this at all. See, I did, I muted
1: my mic, and I let you just kinda say whatever was on your mind. No worries. worry. Do you feel better? Do you feel better now that you got
0: that out? Yeah, okay, a little bit better.
1: Uh, am I? Is this where I tell you that you're absolutely right
0: and we should be concerned? Does that make you feel any more better? Because no, because if you agree if you agree with me on this, that means I'm I'm thinking the right way, and that means there might actually be a problem. Yeah, there's a
1: problem here because I and you know what I think and and if you'll remember Jamie what was it a week or two maybe it was a little bit longer than a week or two ago we talked about Matt Hardy's comments to IGN when he yes. did an interview and said i get where everyone's at you got to be patient to me this screams of a scenario where WWE can't book more than two feuds at a time and they're so focused on we got to get roman over for for wrestlemania when he's fighting brock and oh we got to do all this other stuff on raw that the the group, the, the feud that is taking the back seat is this one. And that is a problem when you have two characters that I think in today's WWE are made for each other and are made to do pretty good, you know, pretty good business with one another. I mean, think about it. What was the one feud that everybody wanted when Matt Hardy was outside of the WWE? When he came to WWE, what did everybody want to see? Bray Wyatt. Him against Bray Wyatt. Now, I don't want to see it anymore. I'm okay. I'll pass.
0: I'm just between – again, I, I've given them a lot of leeway. I'm fine with Hardy losing here. I'm fine with Hardy losing at Raw 25. I think that's going to make him more broken. I, I, I've, I've given them every – I've given them enough rope. And now I'm at the point where I think that they're just not – it's never going to be what it's going to be. Um or what it was, I should say. Also, by the way, quick little note from Dave Meltzer just tweeted this out. I uh, said, so this is not, nobody's told him this officially, but he is estimating that Ronda Rousey's first Raw appearance will be in Anaheim on February 26th. Full time, huh? So, by the way, let's so you know, there's a Ron Des Moines coming up this week. After that, Raw is in San Jose. The week following, Raw in Phoenix that we will be going to. So, that'd be cool if she was this here. is not going to be on that one. Uh, Dave, so uh, his exact wording was. Because uh, somebody asked him, would Ronda appear on the San Jose Raw show? It's possible, but I'm thinking they'll have her Raw debut in Anaheim. But nobody has told me officially.
1: So you are going to have one of your bigger moments in a really long time, and you are going to wait 25, twenty That's raw. That's the twenty sixth.
0: You said 26, Yes. That's twenty five days from now. Plus so that means at that, that time so it would be over thirty raw, it's days. 20, that's four Raws they would have had before. So the Raw they did last week, Des Moines, San Jose, Phoenix. Those are four Raws yep. that you would have had with no Ronda Rousey if this is if that's when they decided to You eat. are
1: going to wait over 30 days to capitalize on that momentum. Do you understand why your company is in the position that it's in? This is a no-brainer to have her on the
0: show. It's a no-brainer. Four Raws are going to pass. Four, that's four. Twelve hours of Raw. That's too much. 18. No, no. Four Ross times three. Three, six, nine, 12. 20 hours of you, their main show. You're including
1: SmackDown? Are going to well? pass
0: mm-hmm. with no Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not a great way
1: to capitalize that's, on some momentum. No, no, no. It's the opposite of capitalizing on all momentum. It's, not, it, it's still going to be a big deal when she shows up, but it's not going to feel. It's going to be like, oh, I waited four weeks for this. Because she's just going to show up point at the sign again.
0: You know? Because, again, she's not wrestling. No, she's not wrestling till Mania. We got this. But that's fine. But you could set up some feuds. You can do some. I mean, even if she has to be via satellite, you could do some. You know, you could have somebody call out Ronda Rousey and her. like, I thought you were going to be here. I thought you were going to be here. And Ronda can respond of, yeah, I'm filming a movie because I'm a star and you're not. Like, she can't say that because I should be healed. But you say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm filming a movie here. I, I busted my butt to get to the Royal Rumble. I'll be there. And when I get there, I'm going to, you know, what I mean? Like, you could do this, but I don't know. To to me, it seems like a wasted opportunity to wait basically a full month between appearances. Yeah, it seems like a poor poor choice, a poor
1: decision by their part. And to be fair to them, I don't know how much the movie shooting factors into it, but it certainly feels as though it's not going to... I mean, she did say that she was going to be there until about mid-February filming the movie. So maybe that's the earliest that they can get her. But again, why debut her... If she's not going to be around until then, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I get you want to you buzz around your Royal Rumble, but... I and think it, you have to have a plan. And maybe they do. But, but they probably don't. But maybe they do. Uh, of, okay, how are we going to explain this massive gap in time? Because we can't just keep showing the footage from the Royal Rumble every week for four weeks. I mean, I guess they, they can. Watch them, they will. <laughs> but people aren't going to care. Key people are apparently already souring
1: on the Mixed Match Challenge. Three episodes. Really? Yeah. This is from the latest newsletter. It's dropped greatly in viewership. Uh, Even before the week's numbers came in, this is a quote from Meltzer, we had heard that they were very unhappy about the huge drop from week one to week two, and key people were already souring on it. The second show was really bad. This week's show felt like a harmless gimmick show, but
0: there feels like no important reason to watch. Well, well, no. Thoughts. There's no important reason to watch Raw or SmackDown most weeks. I have, I have a couple of thoughts here. And I have been thoroughly
1: entertained with uh, what they've been doing with the Mixed Match Challenge in, in terms of the promos and in terms of what they've done in the ring. I thought the, the show this past week was, was the most fun I've seen. But, and this is sort of the, the downfall of doing a Mixed Match Rules tournament. And again, WWE is never going to do an intergender tournament. No. But the point I want to make is when you do this mixed match concept, it feels like two singles matches smacked together. Yes. And after a while, that can get boring because it follows a similar formula. Two people, whether it's the two guys or the two girls, fight for a little while. Then they tag out. Then, they, then it, it feels like a whole break in the action because then the men have to get in. Right? And then it kind of the, it's the it, reset it, button. It's a
0: clunky match type.
1: Right. So I can understand why a lot of people probably tune in for the first week to say, hey, what is this going to be about? And honestly, Jamie, I, and, and I don't want to come off as trying to agree with Meltzer here because I, I think the Mixed Match Challenge has been fun. But I will say there really haven't been new production elements. There haven't been new... There's been nothing new about it. It feels like an extension of the WWE product.
0: Here's, all right, so this is where I wish I was in some of these, like, meetings. I want to know what WWE expected. What were, what were they trying to do with this show? Because I'm, I'm a little confused uh, as to what they're unhappy with. Now, I can understand you're saying, hey, you, you know, our numbers dropped a little bit. Okay.
1: But they probably – to just – I don't mean to interrupt you. I'll let you finish your point. But they probably have better metrics than we do.
0: So oh, they're, they, they certainly So they're,
1: pro- they're probably not looking at the numbers that we have the ability to look at. No. They probably have more advanced numbers that make them sour
0: on it, if they are souring on it. But I, I wonder what – but again, I wonder what the what were their internal expectations and what were those internal expectations based on? Because if they were based on – carrying people over from the, th- the second hour of smackdown into mixed match challenge on a different platform i could have told them from the beginning they're not going to be happy that's just not how this works and it's never going to work that way you you are you are telling people to turn to to move from one place to a completely different place and a lot of people they don't have smart TVs they don't have apple you know they don't i mean even i have apple tv and, and i i'd have to go to a chromecast stuff to go to i have to go to my computer or my phone to watch it. I cannot watch, even Millennial Me that's watching on Sling and YouTube TV, I can't watch Mixed Match Challenge on the same platform I am watching SmackDown. No, you have to go I to a to different... I have to leave what I'm doing, mm-hmm. open it up, and then watch, watch in that fashion. And you also give people, I think, of like four minutes max from the time that SmackDown ends to the time you're basically starting to ring the bell at the next match. So uh, if you think you're just going to carry over the majority of your audience from the end of the second hour into Mixed Match Challenge, you're not, and you never were going to, and it doesn't matter what you booked. So I, I want to know what their internal expectations were there. Also, I I think that they needed, if you asked me what I would expect, you need to decide what the niche of that show is. What, what are you doing with that show that is either different, or what is the focus of that show? Are you saying, we want this to be just gimmicky as hell? We want this to be, everybody's live mic'd, and I mean legitimate, not like, I mean, now it's, it's the, the mics are pretty hot around the ring, but everybody is mic'd, and you can basically hear it in real time, and you let everybody know that, and it's you're gonna completely gimmick it up. Or... What? Because if if this tournament isn't going to be like the Cruiserweight Classic or even the May Young Classic, you don't. It, it's not going to produce the match types that are going to draw people in on the athleticism alone. No, because it's a clunky match type to begin with. So I, I just, I'm, I'm confused at what they're upset about. If it's something beyond their numbers, and again, I don't know what. Again, they have better analytics than we do. Uh, the analytics that that they, we see us was just the the flatter overall views. Now. If they're worried about live views, uh, well, that we have seen uh, has taken a precipitous drop. Yeah, it was 130-plus
1: thousand people for episode one this past week did like 62. So it's more than half. I mean, they, they've lost almost more than
0: half. So it, if if that's something that they're, they're worried about, I understand. Because that has taken a massive drop.
1: Right. And, and look... A lot of this was them trying to showcase to Facebook what their capabilities are. Because they want as many people to sit down at that negotiating table when they want their new TV deal, okay? And whether or not the Mix Match Challenge is a success or not, all they're trying to do is get Facebook to sit at that table. Because... Before this, I don't know if Facebook would want to sit at the table. But WWE came to this agreement with Facebook Watch to put on this show to potentially lure them to that meeting to potentially bid on WWE TV rights. So if they are souring on it because they are afraid that Facebook isn't going to be more interested in the idea of at least putting a bid in, then I get that. But the question that I have is you did nothing. You've done nothing to make this show different. It's not shot different. It's not called different by the commentators. It's not a different style of wrestling. It's not produced different. It doesn't have a different ring look. It has nothing different from a normal Raw or SmackDown. It feels like I am watching a bonus extra thing from SmackDown. That's all it feels like. Something that they have at the end of SmackDown that they're now televising for me and they slapped a fancy name on it. That's what it feels like. And that shouldn't be what it feels like. It should feel like this important thing. Now, again, I've been having fun watching it because I'm letting – I'm taking those things and putting them aside. And I've enjoyed it as well. But – I can understand why the numbers aren't bearing out the way they want because they're doing nothing different. So to a lot of people that tuned in for the first episode to see what would be different, by the time they were set and they were done there, they're like, okay, so nothing that I just saw really mattered in the grand scheme of things. They're not addressing it on their Raw or SmackDown. It doesn't look different. It doesn't feel different. Why do I need to watch? And you are starting to see that take effect over, look, Jamie. The last – I was a viewer the first week. I cleared my schedule to make sure I could watch the first episode of the Mix Match Challenge live. The last, I. The last two weeks, I haven't. I watched the first two live. I did not watch live last week. They aren't doing enough to make me want to go out of my way to after SmackDown watch it live. Because honestly, Jamie – and I know this is going to sound like sour grapes from for somebody like you or me. I'm wrestling doubt after five hours of Ron SmackDown.
0: Yeah, I, and – Honestly, it might be too predictable, too. I, I don't think there's been any result in the first... I guess early, but any result in the first three matches that I would say, oh, that surprised me. And then you need to have a lot of different surprises, and that may not have it a factor to it, but you can kind of look at the bracket, and we can basically book the first two rounds and feel like we're going to hit it at like an 85% clip. Right. Uh, but I think their overall... But again, I don't think that's their overall issue, so I don't want to focus on that part in particular. Their issue is... I, I, You have to give people – and we talked about this with 205 Live a lot too. You have to give people something different, and you need to determine very specifically what is different. Mm-hmm. With, with the Cruiserweight Classic, this is the issue with the Cruiserweight Classic to 205 Live that we discussed ad nauseum. 205, uh, Cruiserweight Classic was different because they let them wrestle a style we don't see in WWE often, and they brought in the best talent from around the world and put them in a tournament. Mm-hmm. They went on 205 Live, and the only thing that was different was the ropes were purple. And then WWE-ified it. That was it. Nothing else about it was, was different. It was main event with purple ropes. Yep. Hate to break it to everybody. So, with the Mixed Match Challenge, honestly, their best work are these... Videos leading to, I know, that's their best work. And it, so, so, but but again, why do we like those videos? Again, this is where you try to break things down. Why do we like those videos? Because it's showing a different personality, partly worked, partly shoot, but different personality from these wrestlers than what we see them on a regular basis. Uh So, how do we take that element and incorporate it into the show? And if they, if they truly embraced their – this is going to be not gimmick wrestling, but a little bit goofier than the product. It's going to be a little bit more lighthearted. You're going to hear what they're going to say. You let the wrestlers know, that, hey, talk. Talk a lot during your match because they're going to be able to hear you. Mm-hmm. You know, why – instead of having other wrestlers in the tournament on Facebook answering comments, why aren't they commentating? Why isn't the commentary team one week – I don't know, Rusev and Aiden in English, or Rusev and Lana. They're, they're the commentators for one, the match before. And then the next one, it's Bobby Roode and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. They're commentating. So you're hearing the action in the ring. You're hearing, so again, part shoot, part work of their personalities. And having, you have wrestlers commentating and putting them in a spot where they, so those that you believe can do it. I mean, I know there's some that you you don't want to put a live mic in front of them for 15 minutes. But those you can believe can do it, and then add that kind of element to it. You make it a—I a, 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 don't want to say comedy because it's not comedy wrestling, but it's 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 comedic atmosphere in which the wrestling is taking place. Maybe that is more likely to gain people because they're going to be getting a whole different, like behind-the-curtain view of their favorite wrestlers that they're not getting already. Yeah, and you can I, book the matches exactly the same.
1: I do think the major hurdle that they're dealing with is it's just even more wrestling to watch.
0: That too. And I and I don't think Nobody's that,
1: exactly clamoring for additional rest. No, I'm clamoring I'm clamoring for the five hours that they give me to be better. You know, and their response to, oh, make the five hours better or no, no, here's this, here's this new a new two, forty-five minute two oh five live show like this. Or here's this new twenty minute mixed match challenge show like this. Well no, Make the five hours that I see every week better, and I won't complain, and you won't have to give me all these new shows. Which, by the way, you the two examples of the Mixed Match Challenge and 205 Live, I haven't done a good job with those either. No. And again, I've enjoyed what I've seen from the Mixed Match Challenge. Because but I can understand... We're trying to
0: workshop through why it's not working to their standards. And I think part of it might be they probably set two a standards. I don't. Again, I don't know. I'm not in that room. And I'm, two, I can, under, I can understand why the numbers aren't
1: bearing out the way they want, because... I don't, I don't see the allure to it. I watch it because one, we talk about it here every day, right? We talk about wrestling every day on the show, so I have to watch it. It's my job. But two, I want to see what, what they are going to do differently, and I'm always looking. And again, I'm not going to, look, when a new TV show debuts, Jamie, after the first two episodes, you you don't normally give up on the show. You give it maybe the half half a season or a full season before you say, you know what, no, I didn't like it. I'm not going to watch it, right? So three episodes in, I'm not going to give up on this concept. But through three episodes, they've seen their numbers steadily decrease, and they've done nothing to make it different from the, re- the rest of their show. And that is the biggest problem to me, is that it doesn't feel different. Now, for key people to be souring on it, well, that's a red flag to me. And remember, this was supposed to be, what, a Ryan Ward project? Yeah. He was supposed to be the guy that was spearheading this. So for key people souring on this already doesn't you know portray a good sign moving forward. Now look, they got to finish. They got what 9 weeks left. They got to finish the rest of this tournament. Yeah,
0: they're not they're not stopping this now.
1: So, unless they can fix it and right the ship here, uh, to be a fly on the wall of the meetings when they made this decision to do this show and to be a fly on the wall to understand what their expectations were Jamie, I'd pay a lot of money to be the fly on the wall. To just hear by the way, why is that an expression? Do we know if flies can actually like retain thoughts? Like, what if you're a fly on the wall, but you can't hear anything because you're a fly? Can you mute my mic? Sure, sure. There you go. Your mic, your mic is muted. There you go. What, what did you want me to do that for? Are you just done with this conversation? Is that what that was about? Okay. Shaking his head, yes, to me. I'm gonna bring you back in now, Jamie. All right. All right. You sure you don't? want... I mean, because being a fly on the wall is, is is just you know. But what if you can't hear anything like just, that? Stop. What? You, you, don't, you don't like my, my comments? I got one more thing for you here, Jamie, okay? Kenny Omega did an interview for Sports Illustrated lately, okay, recently, all right? Here is a quote from Kenny Omega. Quote, they're three of my favorite guys in the entire company. They clearly know how to entertain, and they're all great athletes. Do you know who he is referring to? Yes. The New Day is who he's referring to, and he, moves, he goes on to say, quote, when I see Big E... I clearly see someone who could be world champion. The guy is on another level. Kofi is one of those guys who is good in all situations and and can challenge for all titles. See, Kenny's on board with the... But not a Hall of Famer. Kofi is a Hall of Famer. And Xavier is another great athlete who was talented in the ring and confident on the mic. Uh, And somebody took the quote and tweeted it at Big E. And Big E responded with, You making this quote up,
0: don't play with my emotions. I saw that, yeah. So some praise here for, for the New Day from Kenny Omega. Yeah, Kenny Omega's been very open about how much he likes the New Day. Uh, I know he and Xavier Woods get, uh, compete in a lot of, like, gaming uh, events. If you remember, was it a year, year and a half ago, they did some, uh, on Being the Elite, they had the Bucks and Kenny wearing, like, New Day gear, and, and mm-hmm. then Kenny wore New Day gear, and the Bucks got kayfabe upset about it, and it was very interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ke- Kenny's been clear that he wanted to do. he wants to do that match. He wants to do the Elite versus the new, the new Day. He wants WWE to be on board. Uh, I don't think you're gonna get that crossover match anytime soon, specifically with Vince in charge. But some high praise there from Kenny Omega discussing the New Day uh, and and how he is uh, a big fan of Biggie. Anything else, Jamie? You want to get to here on this on this Thursday show, or no? Can
0: I get us out of here so we can move on with our day? Uh, you hate when I go off on tangents, so I'll. No, I'll, go ahead. You I'll, got no, a tangent? No, I don't. You 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 can you can end the show now. Okay. If you had a tangent, I'm, I'm nah. here for
1: it. I'm here for it. It's early in the day. It's only like 12:10 when we're recording. This you got you got the whole rest of the day no nah, all right you can end it. so that I will I will do what I normally do and plug everything if you would like to follow the show you can do so at FRSlam on Twitter FRSLAM.com, where all of our articles are posted the podcast gets posted there as well speaking of the podcast thanks for listening to this podcast if you'd like you can find this podcast if you are an Apple person on uh, iTunes you can give us a five star rating just like uh, Johnny Gargano and Andrade San Amos rate the podcast five stars. If you are not a uh, an a, a Apple user and don't use iTunes, you can get this podcast on any Android device. Uh, Google Play, you can get it on. Any podcasting app. I know I have it on my podcasting app. And you can find the show also on Anchor. It comes out in little episode chunks uh, broken down as well if you'd like to listen to it once it immediately goes live. So you can do all of that as well. But that is going to do it for us here on this Thursday edition, guys. We will be back tomorrow. It is a Friday, which means I have to get Jamie invested in some wrestling. So we'll do that and talk about anything else that may happen. We'll talk to you then, guys.